Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Dan Reed, young nephew of the Lone Ranger, left their camp in the Enchanted Hills and rode into Frontier Town. He reined up at the back door of Mother Willard's rooming house. Oh, oh, Victor, hold, oh, oh, steady, boy. Well, if it isn't Dan Reed. Good afternoon, Mother Willard. Oh, come in out of the cold, Dan. Thank you. Dan's sake, Dan, I haven't seen you since you used to come to call on that young Dr. Edwards when he was here. I know, ma'am. I haven't been in Frontier Town much lately. Well, with this bit of cold weather and all, I guess it isn't too pleasant riding into town at that. That's right. It's beginning to snow right now. Yes, so I noticed. Guess we're really in for a big snowstorm. What brought you to town today? Oh, I had to come into Slim Saddle Shop for a new cinch for my horse. 
As long as I was here, I decided to drop in. Glad you did, son. You're just in time for a piece of the cake I just baked, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was noticing it on the table. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't be a normal boy if you didn't, Dan. Sit down at the kitchen table there and cut yourself a slice of the cake while I empty this wastebasket. I declare the new roomer who's been here a few days makes the biggest mess in that room with papers and all. Oh, can I take that out and empty it for you? Oh, no, no, I'll do it. No, you just sit down like I said. I'll be right back. Huh. A rolled up sheet of paper blew back into the kitchen from that wastebasket. Golly. Dear Jake, I'm laying low for a few days. We'll meet you and Hank at the hideout Wednesday night. Then we'll... <sighs> Rest of it's been torn off. Bet that hombre's an outlaw. My, it's getting a bit of cold out, Dan. And the snow just swirling down thick as pea soup. Golly, I guess I'd better be starting back to camp. Oh, but you didn't have your cape, Dan, and I... Got them supplies ready. You said I could buy from you, ma'am. Oh, it's you, Mr. Kendall. Yes, they're in that gunny sack over there on the floor. But don't tell me you're going on your trip now. Yep, that's just what I'm aiming to do. Oh, but land's sake... Just poke your head outside and see for yourself what a bad day it is to be now going. you forget about the weather, ma'am. Let me do the worrying about my trip. Uh, that ought to cover the supplies you packed for me and also the rent I owe you. Yes, I reckon it will, Mr. Kendall. Good. Save me a trip up to the store. I'll take the sack and put the stuff in my saddlebags right now. Reckon I won't be coming back in, so goodbye, ma'am. Goodbye, Mr. Kendall. That's the new rumor I was telling you about, Daniel. Oh, uh, that wastebasket came from his room then? It sure did. He was reading papers and writing notes and such, then tearing up everything into pieces and filling the basket. He liked to run me loco trying to keep the room clean. Golly. Well, I, I better get along, ma'am. I'll stop in for some cake some other time. Just as you say, Daniel. <laughs> Goodbye, son. Goodbye, Mother Willard. Easy, Victor. Steady, boy. I'm sure that man's an outlaw, Victor. If we take time to go for the Lone Ranger, the snow will cover his tracks. And we'll follow him right now. We see where the hideout is, then we'll come back for help to round up that gang. Easy, boy. Steady. Come on, Victor. Dan Reed pushed on after Lou Kendall, he realized the man he was following was heading into the foothills of the Sawtooth Mountains, northwest of Frontier Town. He had little difficulty in tracking Kendall in the snow, but the wind had increased in intensity, and the snow was falling in fine, hard crystals that stung Dan's face and sifted into his boot tops. Still, he went on doggedly. Golly, Victor, we've been following him for hours, and I can hardly see his tracks now. There's some boulders just ahead. Must be close to the Sawtooth Mountains now. I wonder... Hey, of you. I got you oh, covered. Golly. Oh, Victor. Oh, boy. Uh, listen, mister. I've I sort of lost my way. If you can oh, help oh, me... Oh, oh, oh. Pull that. Oh. Hey, look, Lou. It's only a button. Listen, kid. is isn't know whether you... Wait a minute, Hank. That kid was in the kitchen of the rooming house when I left. He's been trailing me. Sure, that's it. Who put you up for this, kid? Nobody. 
you'd have no business riding this trail unless you were trailing Lou. He was trailing me, all right. Noticed him getting on his horse when I left the room and house. That doesn't prove anything. Listen, I... Button. Just to make sure, I took a roundabout way to get to this trail. And still you followed right along. Keep your gun on him, Hank. Take him along with us to the shack. And I'll make him talk. Let's get moving. You heard him. Get going, kid. But listen, get I... Get di- going, I said. All right. Come on, Victor. Get up. Come on. Meantime, as the afternoon wore on and the storm grew in intensity, the Lone Ranger walked to the entrance of the secret cave in the Enchanted Hills. Tonto came and stood beside him. This is growing into a regular blizzard, Tonto. I'm getting worried about Dan. He should have come back by now. Ah, him go to Frontier Town before noon. I'm not going to wait any longer. We'll ride to Frontier Town after him. Let's get the horses. See, you've saddled the horses already, Toto. Uh-huh. Me know you worry about Dan. Me think maybe we'd ride to town after him. Dan said he was going to stop a moment or two at Mother Willard's. If we don't meet him on the trail before we reach the edge of town, you can ride on from there to Mother Willard's. Ah. Uh, he may be still there talking. I hope so. That is, if he isn't on the way home. Easy, Silver, steady, big fellow. It's easy to lose trail in storm. Victor wouldn't know the way here. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. When the Lone Ranger and Tonto arrived at the edge of town without meeting Dan, the masked man waited near the Harvey House barn while Tonto rode on to Mother Willard's. She told him Dan had suddenly followed Mr. Kendall from the house and rode in the same direction. Tonto returned and met the Lone Ranger, telling him what Mother Willard had said. The Lone Ranger was plainly worried, and after thinking a moment, he spoke. You say she mentioned a man named Kendall, Tonto? Uh-huh, that's right. The name doesn't mean anything to me. There'd be no reason to think Dan had followed him unless I... Come on, we'll ride to Sheriff Taylor's. His office is on this side of town, so let me call Sheriff Taylor of Frontier Town was alone in his office when the Lone Ranger and Tonto entered. Well, glad to see you again, mister. Uh, Sheriff, you remember the boy Dan, don't you? Dan Reed? Yeah, sure I do. Mighty nice boy, too. Uh, We're worried about him. See, he left Mother Willard's around 1 o'clock. We haven't seen him since. That's so. Well, if the boy's lost in this storm... Dan would find his way under ordinary circumstances. But I'm afraid something's happened to him. Do you uh, recognize the name Kendall by any chance? Uh, Kendall, you say? Uh, That's right. Mother Willard say man named Kendall leave there. Dan go out right after. If there was anything suspicious about that man... Dan would follow him, I'm sure of that. Well, let me look through the handbills I got here in my desk. Right. Yeah, let's see. You know. There's Buck Turner, wanted for killing. Here's Mike Farrell from Arizona for robbery. Uh, say, look here. Let me see. Wanted for bank holdup and murder in Pecos. Lou Kendall, an outlaw gang. Kendall is six feet three with curly... You think 
that man Dan see at Ruman House? I'm almost sure of it, Toto. Didn't Mother Willard speak of supplies for Kendall? Ah, she says that. Well, you mean to say you think Kendall was right here in town at Mother Willard's? Yes, I do, Sheriff. He probably had her get his supplies so he wouldn't be seen around town. Dan found out somehow and followed him. I feel sure of that. And what we do, Kimosabe? Sheriff Taylor and his men can go in one direction. I'll hunt in another. Tato, you'd better go back to our camp and wait there in case Dan comes or sends Victor back as he's done before. Ah, me do that. I'll get a couple of deputies and any others will go along. We'll hunt along the south trail. Good. I'll take the west trail. Come on, there's no time to lose. Meantime, Lou and Hank, the outlaws, took Dan Reed to their hideout shack in the foothills of the Sawtooth Mountains. Another outlaw, Jake, was there waiting. After tying up Dan, the three men discussed what to do with him. So the button trailed you most of the way, huh, Lou? Yeah. Kid's too smart for his own good. We found out he picked up part of a note Lou started to write this. Lou threw it in the wastebasket at the room in the house and wrote another. The one we got the other day. Well, we can't keep that snooping kid here with us. What are we going to do with him, Lou? You better let me go if you know what's good for Ah, me. shut up, you little maverick. We ought to plug that fresh button and toss him into a snowdress. Now, hold on, Jake. I don't go for that kind of stuff with a kid. <laughs> Soft-hearted Hank. Now, look. <laughs> I'll stand up against any man and fill him with lead. But I don't go for killing a kid, see? <laughs> I suppose you think we ought to play nursemaid to him and carry him around with us. Is that it? Now, listen, you. I don't like the way you talk to me, and if you don't stop... Take it easy, I'll... Hank. Take it easy. We ain't going to shoot the kid. Fact is, I know of a way that'll give him a chance to get home. Hey, we can't let him go, Lou. You tell the sheriff where we're hanging out, the posse will be after I'm not loco, Jake. You see, after the storm stops, we tie the kid's hands behind his back and start him off down the trail in deep snow. But with my hands tight, I'll have to walk my horse. I might freeze or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's just it, kid. <laughs> you can't go faster than a walk. Meantime, we're heading away from here. You don't fall off or anything. Get to Frontier Town. It'll take you so long we'll be miles away from here. But the wolves might catch up with them. Maybe you'll make it. <laughs> and again, maybe you won't. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. 
After deciding that when the storm stopped, Dan would be put on his horse with his hands tied behind him and started on the snow-covered trail, the outlaws whiled away the time playing cards. The night passed and the following day. The next night, the storm was over and a bright moon looked down upon deep drifts of glaring snow. Jake brought Dan's horse, Victor, to the door of the shack. Ho, oh, ho there, ho. Oh. All right, kid. Here's where you get your chance. But with my hands tied behind my back like this and the snow so deep on the trail, how would be able to... Oh, stop your complaining. You're lucky we let you go at all. Hey, look, Lou. Why not tie the kid up and leave him in the shack? Somebody will find him sooner or later. Uh, listen to him. Sticking up for the button. What's got into you, Hank? Listen a minute. I don't hear anything. No, neither do I. Hank's going loco. Listen. Wolves. So it's a wolf howling. What about it? Them wolves come out of the timber when they're hungry and they run in packs. And a hungry wolf pack will attack even a man on a horse. Oh, stop beefing, Hank. It's one of the chances the kid has to take. He had no business trailing me. Up you go, kid. Come on. But that wolf pack. Please, let me stay here. Get on the horse like I said. Help him up, Jay. Sure. Untie my hands then so now I can... What are you doing, Button? Listen here, Lou. I can't stand by and see you. Oh, That'll teach you who's boss here. So long, kid. Got a nice cold moonlight night for riding. Lots of snow to fall in if you slip out of the saddle. <laughs> Get going, there. Get up. <laughs> Meantime, the Lone Ranger had returned to the cave in the Enchanted Hills to see if Tonto had any word of Dan. They ate a hurried supper, then prepared to ride out again. Tonto, it's been almost 48 hours since Dan left. If he didn't find shelter from that storm, then by this time he's... he's... No, no. Me not think that, Kimasabi. We hunt some more. We find Dan. Me sure we find him. It seems almost hopeless, but we won't give up. <laughs> There, that cinch is tight enough. <laughs> Easy, big fella. Tonto, we'll head toward the mountains this time. Ah. We've got to find Dan Tonto, dead or alive. We've just got to find him. Steady, big fella. <clears throat> Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. Dan left the outlaw's hideout at a slow pace, and his horse, Victor, headed along the trail that led southward. The going was very difficult. With his hands tied behind his back, Dan could not hold the reins, nor could he let Victor go faster than a walk for fear of falling from the saddle. The moonlight on the snow made everything stand out clearly for some distance. The trail left the foothills, and as Dan rode onto the wind-swept prairie, he shivered with the cold and struggled to free his bound wrists, but it was useless. Suddenly, Victor, striking a slight obstruction under the snow, stumbled. Look out, Victor! Oh! Oh! Oh, golly. Now I can't get back on Victor. Victor, go get the Lone Ranger. Get the Lone Ranger, Victor. Golly, I'm cold. My fingers are about to freeze. That wind cuts right through me. I have to keep moving. Oh, golly, 
It's almost as bright as day with the moon on the snow. This is the only trail on the prairie so far as I can see. Wolves! If the wolf pack tracks us down, Victor, then I'll never be found. I... The wolves are they're behind me. That means that... No, I won't think of that. But if they're hungry, maybe they are trailing me. I... Oh, I've got to face it. They are after me. I've got to get these hands loose. I've got to. I, I can't stand hearing them. I... Oh! Somebody's coming. I... Help! Help! Oh, I'm glad I followed you, kid. I was afraid you'd fall off that horse sooner or later. Oh, but you. Those wolves out there. I was hoping. Hello, kid. Maybe I'm not too law abiding and all that, but I like kids. Come out here because I don't want to see you hurt. Yeah, cut those cords. There. Now rub your wrists a bit so they can get some circulation. You mean you came out after me to help me? Not to take me back or make sure... Now look, I had a fight with Lou and Jake over this. I don't go for hurting nice kids like you. I got a kid brother someplace in Arizona. You ought to be about your age now. You feeling better? Yes. Thanks, Hank. Good. I'll put you up with me on my horse and we'll head toward Frontier Town. I'll drop you off at the first place near there that we come to. Now, the law is after me, you know. Come on, I will. Well, this will settle them for a while. Your horse, he's scared. He's running away. Holy smoke. Poor there. Well, come back here. He, he didn't stop. Yeah, gee, kid. Looks like we're in this together now for sure. Follow us on foot. Come on, let's get moving. Dan and Hank pushed on through the snow on foot. It was tough going. They plodded on, making slow progress. After about a mile, Dan stopped. Look, Hank. I can see them. A lot of them. See behind us? They're following us. And they're closer. Yeah. Yeah, I see them. Yeah, that'll scatter them for a while. Come on. Let's keep moving or we'll freeze to death. Yeah. The outlaw and the boys struggled through the snow for almost an hour or more, making little headway. Once more, the wolves were howling behind them, and from time to time, Hank stopped to send a few shots at the persistent wolf pack. Once more, they stopped to rest. Oh, Hank, they're closer than ever. Have to give them some more lead, I reckon. Holy mackerel, I'm out of bullets to him. Oh, golly, Hank, I'm scared. I'll, I'll fight him off somehow, kid. I... Look, Dan, if you know some, some prayers, maybe, maybe a little help. Yes, Hank, I, I know some. Let's kneel down here. You say him, Dan. Don't be scared, kid. Those wolves haven't got us yet.
Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto had met the sheriff and some of his men on the north trail. We sure haven't had any luck, mister. But we'll continue to hunt with you as long as you want to keep going. Thanks, Sheriff Taylor. As far as I'm concerned, I won't give up until I've found Dan. You can count on us to stick with you like the sheriff says. Kendall might have hit off for summers else and taken the kid with him. They couldn't have gone far in that storm. You're right about that. I get back to town in the morning. I'll send messages out if the lines are still open. I have a feeling that they're hidden out somewhere close to Frontier Town. I think that... Oh, 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 oh. Listen. A wolf pack. They'll attack anything in weather like this. Yes, I know. A shot. Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. Them wolves must be tracking someone. Then let's go and hurry. Get up. Get up. Come on. Pike, look. They're moving closer. There's a whole lot of them. I see them. They're spreading out. Take off your belt, Dan. I'll take off mine. We can beat them back with the buckles, maybe. Hank, we... We don't have a chance to. Those... Those little prayers you said, kid. Remember? You gotta have faith in them, don't you? Yes, but... All right, then. Keep your chin up, Button. We'll drive them off as long as we can. Here they come, Hank. I... I... Listen! Hank. Hank, he's coming. The old ranger's coming. There's a lot of them coming, Dan. Did you say the Lone Ranger's with him? Yes. Yes, he's a friend of mine. Well, this is the end of things for me, I guess. Over here! Dan. Dan, are you all right? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, this is Hank. He saved my life, sir. Hank, I can never thank you enough. We got here just in time. Them wolves sure were closing in on him. Dan, what happened to Victor? I, I sent him back to the camp for you. He must be there now. The outlaws tied my hands behind my back and sent me out on the trail. I fell off, Victor. Those oh. dirty crooks. I won't rest until Where I... Where are they hiding out, Dan? Uh, look, I, I was with them. I was one of them, but... Well, I, I couldn't see this kid suffer, so I came after him. My horse got scared off. You are one of the outlaws? Yeah, I reckon I am. And I'm ready to take what's coming. Well, you'll have to go to trial, Hank. But I'm sure what you did for Dan will be considered. If you lead us to that hideout, it'll help a lot more at the trial, mister. All right. I'll take you there. They won't be leaving till daybreak. Let's get going. All Come right. on, boys. Hank led the Lone Ranger and the posse to the hideout shack. They crept up on the shack. Then the Lone Ranger strode to the door and kicked it open. Hey, what the... mesh man, I'll get him, Lou. Oh, I give up, mister, I give up. So you're Lou Kendall, huh? The dirty crook who sent that boy out to the wolves. Come here. Hey, I'll do what? Stop, last one. This is for damn. Come out cold, King Sonny. He got off easy, Tuttle. What a beating he got. You take care of them, Sheriff. Right. We're riding on ahead. We'll be at Hank's trial to testify. Come on, Tuttle. Uh, all right. Deputy, get some snow and douse it on that hombre's face. Right, right Sheriff. Hey, who is that masked man, Sheriff? You never did tell us. Yeah, he's, he's really tough. 
Yep, that's right. He's tough, all right. With those that need it. You see, he's the Lone Ranger. The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.